This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called Radicalis, Developing Spiritual Roots. In these lessons, we'll learn how to live a life that is deeply rooted in Christ and His Word so that we can become all God has created us to be. Now, in just a few minutes, we're going to tell you how to get a copy of the Daily Hope Gold Scripture Box called Verses of Hope, a great way to keep God's Word right at your fingertips all year round. You can go to PastorRick.com or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004 to find out more. Now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with the final part of a message called Radical Gratitude. The Bible says this on the screen. There's a verse in Proverbs 11, 11 says, Good people bless and build up their city but the wicked destroy it with their words. I want every member of Saddleback to be a good person, a righteous person. It says good people build up their city, but the wicked tear it down, they destroy it. How do you destroy a city with your words? Negativity, criticism, complaining, griping, all of those kind of things. And the Bible says good people build up their city. What if every person in our church, in our church family, What if we set a goal like this week, we said, I want everybody this week to five times a day express gratitude or appreciation to people in the city. I'm not talking about to other believers. I'm not talking about to your family. I'm talking about people in the grocery line. Man, I like the way you bag those groceries. The the post office person, the clerk, when you go do Christmas shopping and they're, go, they're stressed out because the person in front of them was so cranky in front of you. What if every one of us in our church said, we're going to be radically grateful during this Christmas season. And five times a day in the community this next week, I'm going to tell five people, you know, I'm just grateful for what you did. Thank you for the way you did that. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your help. Just expressing thank you. That would equal, if we did it every day for a week, that would equal over one million impressions in our community. Do you think that would change the climate and atmosphere? Absolutely. We, this one church, could change the atmosphere of Southern California. If we, everybody, five times a day, expressed great gratitude to somebody in the, in the community, not a believer, every day for a month, it'd be about 30 million impressions. That would radically change the atmosphere this Christmas in our community. You can bless people just by being grateful. You know, one of the ways you can say is, you know, I thank God for you. Now, you better be genuine. You better have a reason for it. Think it through. But one of the ways you can bless people is say, you know what? God has really gifted you. You're good at, I don't know how you do this, the way you close deals. I don't know how the way you wrap packages. I don't know how you do this, the way you, you know, give my dog a bath, or I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever, you know, you just, you just be grateful. And if you become a radically grateful person, you're gonna start building roots in your life that's gonna make you stand through the toughest things of the next decade. Now, the way God wired the universe, I love God, he's so cool. Uh, The way he has wired the universe is that 
When you give out and you help other people by showing appreciation and gratitude, God makes sure you always get back blessed more in return. And there are four personal benefits you get from developing radical gratitude. Would you write these down? These are the four things that'll happen. If you will show gratitude in every circumstance, four things will happen in your life. Number one, first benefit, it keeps me in God's will. You won't have to doubt whether you're in God's will or not. If you're giving thanks to God in every situation, you are in the center of God's will. You don't have to doubt, you don't have to wonder, you don't have to question. Giving thanks to God is not, uh, and to others is not a duty, it's a, it's a privilege. And the alternative is disobedience. This keeps you in God's will. Number two, it makes me better, not bitter particularly when times are tough. If you'll learn to have the attitude of gratitude in every situation, no matter what happens, you say, God, I'm gonna give thanks in this situation. It will make you better, not bitter. Now, every one of you have an excuse to be bitter. I didn't say a reason. I said, you got an excuse. Because we've all been hurt. We've all had difficulties. All things haven't gone the way we wanted them to. And you could get bitter. But you don't want to be bitter. You want to be better. So you need to be grateful instead of bitter that God can bring good out of it. Now, let me tell you something. Whoever you're holding a grudge against, whoever you still resent, whoever you haven't forgiven, you let it go now because you don't want to take last decade's grudge into tomorrow. That's foolish because at the end of the next decade, you'll just be more bitter person than you are now. Whoever has hurt you, whoever has harmed you, you need to let it go. You need to forgive them, not because they deserve it, you didn't deserve God's forgiveness. Let it go so you can get on with a clean slate. Do not take yesterday's grudges into tomorrow's decade. I beg you as your friend and pastor. Number three. Third benefit of radical gratitude is it defeats the devil. You say, how does that work? Well, let me explain it. It defeats the devil because the devil loves to mess you up. Now, the devil's got your number. And what he likes to do is to get you angry, get you upset, get you irritated. He likes to get you depressed, discouraged. He likes to get you jealous, envious, greedy, lustful. He likes to do all these different things. And he knows your buttons. And so he has figured you out, and he knows that if he can just push this button, you'll get angry, you'll get irritated, you'll lose your joy, you'll lose your peace, you'll lose your love, you'll lose your connection with God. And, and, and so he's, he pushes that button. Now, what Satan does not like to do, he hates for you to do, is to thank God. He can't stand to hear you thank God. He can't stand to hear you praise God. So when you, if he does something in your life and you thank God in it, it's, it gets him off his game. Because his idea is, I'm gonna do this, push this button, and it'll make him irritated. But if I push this button, and every time I push this button, they just say, well, I'm gonna thank God in this situation. He's gonna stop doing it. Does this make sense? You see, it's like Pavlov's response. If you keep doing something, and he keeps getting a result from it, he'll keep doing it. And if there's somebody in your life who irritates you, and he knows that, he'll just keep bringing that person into your life and irritate you, and irritate you, and irritate you, and say, God, I'm, that one works. Well, let's do that one again. 
But if every time that person starts to irritate you, you go, oh God, I thank you in this irritation. (laughs) I'm just so grateful for you because I know that even in this, you can teach me patience, you can teach me love, I can learn that this isn't that big a deal, I can learn it's not about me, I can learn to be more unselfish, I can give you a hundred reasons that I, I can learn from this situation. Now this is not our normal response. Okay, friends, I have ADD, which means you can be scatterbrained, it also means you can be intensely focused. And when I get intensely focused on a project and somebody interrupts me, I don't naturally say, oh, thank God for this interruption. (laughs) I'm just not that way. Or when somebody uh, irritates me, oh man, I love this irritation, bring it on. But here's the thing, if you can learn to thank God in everything in your life, you just shut out the devil. He starts irritating you over here and you go, I'm just not gonna let that bother me anymore. I'm just gonna go, Lord, instead of being irritated by that person, I'm gonna pray for that person. I'm gonna thank God for that person. I'm gonna thank God for you and I'm gonna thank God for the lesson of learning. Satan has to move to project B. He starts trying to irritate you, get your goat, get you to lose your joy here. Lord, I'm gonna thank you in this situation. So he starts moving over here. Lord, I'm gonna thank you in this. If you learn to thank God in everything, you develop basically a wall of thanksgiving, a wall of praise around you that frustrates the devil no end because he can't get at you. Because no matter what he does, you're not getting ticked anymore. You're just going, thank you, God. I don't know why this is happening. I don't like it, but I'm going to trust you and I thank you. And you praise God in every situation and there's no way for him to get at you and it defeats the devil. Number four, the fourth benefit is it causes miracles. Gratitude is the source of miracles. It is the cause of miracles, why? Because thanking faith is thanking God in advance. Now listen real closely. When, I, when God does something for me and I thank God for it after it's happened, that's called gratitude. When I thank God for an answer to prayer before I get it, that's called faith. Faith is thanking God in advance. In other words, the Bible says in the book of Mark, where Jesus said, when ye pray, believe that ye have received it and ye shall have it. What does that mean? You said, I gotta believe I got it in order to get it? Yep, that's called faith. If you wait till after you've got it to thank God, that's called gratitude. If you thank God before you get it, that's called faith. Faith is thanking God in advance. Now, let's just take a practical subject. Let's say in the next decade, you wanna get married. Now, a lot of people don't pray for a partner, they whine for a partner. (laughs) Oh God, I need a husband. (laughs) Oh God, I don't, you just let him have a heartbeat. (laughs) I don't care. Okay, I, you know, shoot. He could look like Rick Warren for all I care, you know. You know? <laughs> and I just, just, uh, just let him be alive, God. And, and, and you're whining. God doesn't answer whines. Okay, he doesn't answer whines. Here's how you pray over a long term. Now first, why do you have to keep praying over and over and over? Because God says be persistent in your prayer. Are you trying to beat God down, trying to convince him that you need a husband? No, 
God wants to answer your prayer more than you want it answered. God is waiting on you. He's not you waiting on him. He wants to make some changes in you, some radical changes in you to get you ready for the answer for whatever prayer you're asking. And when you're ready, he can answer your prayer. So what you do is you ask once and then you just keep thanking God in advance. God, you know what I need, I need a new job. And now you don't just keep saying, by the way, God, I need to remind you, I need a new job. God, I, <clears throat> I need a job. Hello? No, no, God heard it the first time. Faith is thanking God in advance. Say, God, remember I asked for a job a month ago? Thank you that the answer's on its way. I don't see it, I don't know where it's coming from, but I thank you that it's on the way. You turned off one faucet, you can turn on another just as easily. And so God, I'm thanking you in advance. That is the source of miracles. Faith is thanking God in advance for the answer to the prayer before you get it. This is what Jesus did in the miracles. One of the stories of Jesus, I told you a couple weeks ago about how Jesus had a friend named Lazarus who, who got sick and his sisters, Mary and Martha, sent a note to Jesus said, Jesus, your good friend Matthew's sick, you better come on over and, and, he, and come over and heal him. Jesus was one day from their house, one day's walk. And as I told you a couple weeks ago, he, he took three days to get there. I don't know what he was doing for three days, skipping around and picking flowers or telling jokes, but it, it took him three days to get to where his best friend was dying. And by the time he gets there, Lazarus is dead and they've buried him in a cave. They didn't bury him in the ground in those days. They, they carved caves out of the limestone walls and they rolled a stone in front of it. Now, Jesus wasn't in a hurry, why? Anytime God is not in a hurry in your life, he wants to do something bigger. Jesus didn't want to heal Lazarus. He wanted to raise him from the dead. More glory for God. Anytime God has taken his time, he wants to do something bigger than you have been thinking of. So he gets there and they've already buried us. They say, Lord, it's too late. We've already buried the guy. We wrapped him up, you know, like in those grave cloths, like a mummy and put him in the cave. And Jesus says, open up the cave. And then is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. I memorized it as a little boy. And Mary says, but Lord, he stinketh. <laughs> I, I thought that was such a cool verse when I was a kid. One of the only verses I memorized in the Bible, but Lord, he stinketh. Well, duh, he's been dead for three days. Okay, and they're not embalming, and it's in the Mediterranean, and it's hot. And Jesus walks up and he says, move the stone out of the way. And here's what Jesus says. He looks in the cave and he says, Lord, he's talking to the Father. He says, Father, I thank you that you've already heard me. He didn't ask God to raise Lazarus. He didn't beg God to raise Lazarus. He said, I thank you, Lord, that you've already heard me. And I'm just saying this aloud so the people around me will publicly know that I am who you say I am and that you sent me and so they may know that I am the one. And then he says, Lazarus, come forth, come out. And today he would say, Lazarus, come on down. And, and Lazarus comes walking out. Now I love it that he had to say Lazarus because if Jesus had just said, come out, every dead person in Jerusalem would have come out of the tombs, <laughs> okay. So he had to be specific. Lazarus, come out. 
And he comes out and he says, take the grave clothes off him, loose him and let him go. The point was he thanked God, the Father, in advance. When you start doing this, you're moving to a new level of maturity. You're moving to deeper spiritual roots. Now, some of you have lost your joy and you're not as close to God as you used to be. You need to get your, you know how you get it back? Gratitude. Get a new believer around you and just get around them and you'll start getting excited again. Or go out and watch a baptism and let it remind you of when you were baptized. You know, it's kind of like going to a wedding. You ever gone to a wedding and all of a sudden you like fall in love with your wife again? You know, it's like you go there and you go, oh, you know, and, and uh, it, it's something you, you see other people in love. You go, well, I want to be that way. And uh, when you see somebody baptized, you get around a new believer, it gets your spark back. And remember what you were like before, you, you know. See, the longer you're a believer, the more you take for granted. All those answered prayers, all the great things in your life, it's happened. The first time you had an answered prayer, you're going, wow. But now you get an answered prayer, you go, hmm, well, that's typical. And when, when, when you went through a tough time the first time and God really helped you, I go, man, that really helped. Now it's happened so many times, you take it for granted. You need to get your roots deeper. And I invite you to join me on a radical journey, the journey of deeper Christian roots. Let's bow our heads. You're gonna need Christ in your life. If you've never opened your life to him, you need to say this right now. Jesus Christ, I don't understand it all, but I wanna put my faith in you. I wanna trust you to know your plan for my life. I ask you to forgive me. Thank you for dying for me. I don't understand that, but I wanna get to know you and love you and trust you. Would you pray, Lord, I wanna honor you this week. I wanna start every day with gratitude. I don't want my feet to touch the ground without saying, thank you, God. And Lord, I wanna build relationships. I wanna get closer to some people. Help me to be grateful for them, to express gratitude to the people I wanna be close to, in my small group, in my family, in my fellowship. And Lord, you know the tough times I'm going through and I'm gonna thank you just like Habakkuk did, even though everything goes wrong, I will still thank you. I wanna develop my faith and trust you, believing that you know what's best and I don't. I wanna serve other people this week by raising their value, by appreciating them. And Lord, I want my life to be a witness. I don't want Christians to be known for the negative. I want you to use me to be a positive person this week, expressing gratitude to people in our city wherever I'm working, wherever I'm playing. Make, it, make a difference through me, a radical difference. And I pray this prayer in your name, amen. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. If you just prayed to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. You're now my brother or sister in the Lord, and you need to tell somebody, and why don't you tell me, write to me, rick at pastorrick.com. Just email me, rick at pastorrick.com, and tell me your story. I would love to read it. And by the way, I'll send you some free material to help you start in your new journey with the Lord. God bless you. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. 
If you missed any part of this message, or if you would like to find out more about Pastor Rick Warren and this ministry, just visit PastorRick.com where you can listen online anytime. That's Pastor Rick with two R's in the middle dot com. Be sure to sign up for Rick's free daily email devotional while you're there. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first, in the Bible, Jesus told us that in this world, we will have trouble, but we should take heart because He has overcome the world. It's easy to forget Jesus' words of hope with reports of devastating news hitting us daily. You may even find yourself feeling overwhelmed and distraught. That's why you need to grab a hold of God's Word. It's an anchor for your soul that will fill you with hope. And to help you, Pastor Rick has created the Verses of Hope Scripture Box, featuring a very special collection of verses to restore your sense of hope daily. This beautiful scripture box is gold with the look and feel of real leather, and there's an embossed Bible verse on top. It's filled with artfully illustrated and inspiring scripture cards, along with well-designed blank cards for your personal notes. This unique tool will help you anchor yourself in God's Word and fill you with hope. We'll send it to you when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the certain hope of Jesus to people everywhere. Quantities are limited, so be sure to act quickly. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com, or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word daily to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Have you ever noticed that your day goes better when you start with God's Word? That's been true in my life, and I'm certain it'll make a difference in your life too when you choose to get into God's Word first thing every day. It's one of the most important habits you can develop. Here's an email from a, a man named Jeremy who says, connecting with God every morning has made such a big difference in his life. He says, you know, Rick, daily hope fills my mind with truth when I begin each day at 3 a.m. Wow. I realize that daily hope helps fill my mind with the good stuff and crowds out all the negative because truth and hope have really changed my attitude throughout the day. So you can take it from Jeremy. God's word at the start of your day will change your day in a positive way. Thanks for listening today, everybody. I love you, I thank God for you, and I'm praying for you. If you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has blessed you, please feel free to send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.